Hello and welcome to Xpod Tavern episode 15th. Another lovely Sunday evening once again. Uh, tonight I'm joined by Graham. Hello. Ross. Hi there. Hi Ross. <laughs> Dan. Hiya. And Ian. Hello. Gentlemen, have we had a wonderful weekend so far? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, pleasant. Busy one. Busy, pleasant, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> Wonderful, thank you. Very relaxed. Well, anywhere? Uh, yeah, I went to a few parties. Uh, went down a pub for some pub lunch and stuff. Oh, jealous. Uh, there was a gig, actually. I had like a 12-hour, you know, uh, uh, like a festival, so I thought I'd go along to that. Yeah. Mosh pit as well? Everyone yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Rubbing it right up against it. Did you go to the after-party legal wave? Yeah, yeah. Hugging and kissing and, and all other sorts of things. <laughs> Sneeze party. Sneeze Yeah, we were all licking each other. That's the best way. That's all right now. Isn't that, it? that took a turn. Right. That took a... I think it's all right now. <laughs> anyway, let's get off that nonsense. Um, so yeah, so we're we're, to, we're not here to talk about breaking the rules and partying. We're here to talk about video games. Everybody loves video games. Um, so quick bit of housekeeping. Everyone's favourite part. Obviously, we're live on Twitch, uh, uh, twitch.tv slash Xbox Tavern, where we're live right now and every Sunday night when we record this. We also do let's play, play game streams and stuff throughout the week occasionally um and then we also archive the video on youtube where you'll find other reviews that some of the team do as well as some gameplay videos and clips uh written stuff goes up on xboxtavern.com and if you feel like chipping a few bucks our way to help us you know keep the site up and running we've got a patreon up which patreon.com slash xbox tavern um yeah, a few tiers and stuff on there so pop along and if that if you would so be so kind as to help us out that'd be tremendous um, but let's skip to the news. All right. So I think we'll start with Mass Effect, as we discussed. So we finally got a launch date, May the 14th. Um, who's excited? Quick uh, round of round of applause. No. All right. Ross, you excited? Yes, very Ian. much so. 100% yes. Dan? Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Great. Oh, yes, definitely. Cool. Are you, Jamie? Good. <laughs> We're all excited. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, we all love Mass Effect. So Ross did a video for the uh, for the YouTube channel talking about the recent sort of news of the release date and stuff. Did, Ross, do you want to just give us a quick rundown of what you went through in that video? Yeah, so it was pretty much the basic sort of things: the release date, the fourteenth of May, what the the price will be, and fifty nine ninety nine and fifty three ninety nine if you have EA Play. Um, talking about how how much it's been upscaled and things like that. I think there was a video done, I think it was GameSpot, says that some scenes have been up by 16 times what the original setting was. Really? Um, it's going to be running 4K HDR, um, next-gen consoles, and the top generation of the previous-gen consoles will all be running at 60 frames. Um, a few other things like controller support for PC, unlimited frame rates, things like that. So... Looking forward to it. It's going to be, oh, I'm going to say it just now, it's going to be game of the year for me at least. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't played them since, um, when was the first one? 2007, was it, I think? Ooh, 2007, oh, 2010, and then 2000, yeah. and, no, 2009 was the second one, and then 2011 was the early, yeah. third one. Hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, I haven't played them since then. Is it, uh, obviously, have you replayed them then Ross in between then and now I've played I'll try to think I've played one five times two 
probably a dozen times and three, seven or eight times. Okay, so just so, a couple of times. Then. <laughs> just a few, yeah. Just, just, a, bit, just a few times, yeah. Just a little bit. What about the rest of you? Have you played them since they come out? Great. Have you played it since we, we played it in those back in the day? Not since we stopped doing the multiplayer bit, no. Yeah. We haven't really played anything, gone through them again. No, they, they, they lose a bit of charm in their old glory. You just wait for them to be remastered so you can have a fresh take at it and sort of play it like it's something new. Pa- patience is a virtue then. Yeah. Dan? Yeah, I haven't touched them since they've, they've come out. Um, I suppose the last Mass Effect game, which it shouldn't really be talked about, is Andromeda. Ouch. So I don't know what you're on about. I don't remember that. Uh, Ian? Yeah. <laughs> Ian, have you played them since they come out? Yeah. Um, oh, since... I did some of the DLC like a couple of years ago, but not really any of that to pop a storyline, no. Just some um, achievements, I assume. Of course, standard. Yeah, good, good, <laughs> good. So on uh, on um, EA.com, there's a Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition page that goes through more of the details and stuff. And at the bottom, there's a little... Um, like a slider where it shows the original and the legendary edition and you can sort of slide the, the thing left and right and you can compare the scenes directly. I was just having a look at it right now. It's, it, the difference is, it's, well, as you'd expect, pretty incredible, really, um, especially considering it's still running on the same engine, really. They mm. haven't upgraded it to Unreal 4 or anything. Um, they just yeah. spent some time up spuffing stuff. They, they had considered doing up Unreal 4, mm. Um but they said that the amount of effort it would have taken to do the Unreal 4 compared to the Unreal 3 was just, they would have had to pretty much rewrite the full games from start to finish. Yeah, yeah so this is this is more of a, just a visual upgrade, isn't it? But they have touched up Mass Effect's controls, if I'm not mistaken, the originals. So they've made it a little, what, um, what they've done with Mass Effect... aren't they? Like, make cost... Yeah, Ma- Mass Effect 1 has basically been remade into a very similar version of Mass Effect 2. Mm. Mass Effect 3 as well. So your, your squad controls have been uh, sat to one side. Um, in Mass Effect 1, the original, there was certain things that, depending on your class, you couldn't get access to. So things like if you went for, I think it was like Soldier, you couldn't do Sniper. If you do um, Bionics, you couldn't do Shotguns, things like that. They've taken all that out of the game and they've made it so that regardless of the character you play, from the beginning, you've got that through the game, which is what they introduced eventually in Mass Effect mm. 2. Yeah. yeah. So have they, um, I haven't really looked into too closely, but have they changed, because in Mass Effect 1 you had things like ammo, didn't you, for the guns, whereas in Mass Effect 2 it was a more universal ammo. Have they changed stuff like that as well, do you know? So Mass Effect 1 still going to be based on the, now I'm going to get this back to front, Mass Effect 1 is still going to be the original what it was, which I think is thermal, thermal clips. Yeah. And then Mass Effect 2 and 3 were overheats or vice mm-hmm. versa. I can't remember which yeah. one it was. They're still going to be the same. They've not changed that basis of the original game. And it's the same with 2 and 3. Whichever was in the original trilogy will be in the remaster. Okay. But they're including all of the DLC in this as well, aren't they? The only DLC that isn't included is Pinnacle Station, um, which is a story-based one from Mass Effect 1. Originally on the PlayStation, they didn't have a Pinnacle Station either because something in the code wouldn't work on PlayStation. Mm. And this is the same thing that's happened this time round, so they've not managed to fix it. But I think there's 40 plus DLCs coming as part of the pack, just not Pinnacle Station. And also not very many butts, apparently. <sighs> Poor Miranda. 
Poor, poor Miranda. <laughs> I know. It seems I, I know that that you know the internet is what it is, but it seems like a very strange thing to come out and say ahead of time. You know, you say, "Oh, we've upgraded the visuals, we've changed the gameplay, we've done this, we've done that," and also there's going to be less butts. But don't worry about. It. And everyone's like, "What?" <laughs> 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 yeah, we're finally getting this remaster collection, and they're worried about not seeing a, a, a you know as many HD butts. Butt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think one wrong. of the people. I think one of the people in charge of the remake did a did a little blurb about this, and they're like, um, looking back on it, it was probably something we should have avoided in the first place, and especially given the way that things are more sort of these days, yeah. they decided that it was probably for the best not to have Miranda talking <laughs> up in this tiny little corner up here, and the rest of the screen with this just <laughs> in the front of the screen. So I can see where they're coming from. Yeah, it's the very, it still strikes me as an odd thing to mention ahead of time now. I suppose the internet probably would have gone done side by side comparison. Oh my god, they've censored the game. <laughs> yeah. They've suddenly become woke. But they've yeah. set they've set expectations, haven't they? I think I'm I'm more frustrated that they've not put the multiplayer in. This is a disappointment mm. because we myself it, yeah. Ian Graham and, and our friend Pete Kinnage. Uh, we we played that for hours and hours when that came out. Even though we, I, pre- I don't know about you two, but I was really skeptical of it before it launched. And I was like, why would yeah, I, I was that? the same. I was like, oh, this is gonna be a bit meh. I was like, oh, this is. And at first, my player was like, oh, this is not really fun. And then I thought I'll give a couple more goes, and we all played together. And it was like, yeah. this is so much fun actually. Now, when you're actually playing with other with friends, to communicating and yeah. winding people up. It was a more refined. I'm reviving Jamie constantly. Of course, <laughs> standard. Yeah, it was I, more refined. What's it called, wasn't it? Uh, horde mode from like Gears. I mean, Gears was a great much. horde mode, and then as the as Mass Effect Two came out, the, their version of it was it was just like wow, mind blown. This is amazing, and I did sink a fair bit of money into buying packs and whatever it was. <laughs> as you do, <laughs> don't shake your head. I think I spent eighty Microsoft points on one pack once, just because I had them left over from something, and even that made me feel dirty. Yeah, <laughs> there was um, there was talk of them bringing the multiplayer back, but what they found that what one of the big issues that they had was how did they deal with players who had never played the game before the remaster and players who are still playing the multiplayer just now? Could, they couldn't transfer the progress from people's current Mass Effect Three, Mass Effect Two multiplayer to the new generation, so it was like they were basically just going to lose out on all the progress which they didn't feel was fair. So they've left it that if you still want to play Mass Effect 3 multiplayer, you can, but it's not going to be as part of this remaster. Yeah. So um, they're also including, because I think when Mass Effect 2 come to the PlayStation eventually, they had, they didn't have the first game, did they? So they had like a little comic, um, like choose your own adventure type thing to start things off. Genesis, I think, I think the name is. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I think they're including yeah. that in this as well, aren't they? So if you don't want yeah. to play the first game, you can just skip skip ahead. Which I feel, I understand why they've done it, but I feel it's kind of redundant. Why would, like, everybody says that they could still go back and play Mass Effect 2, they could still go back and play Mass Effect 3, but people struggle jumping back into Mass Effect 1 because it has aged so poorly. Mm. If you've put this much effort and you remaster it, why why worry about Genesis? Sorry, did they say you could bring your your save from your original one to the new remastered, or has you got to start from scratch? They are... They're they're desperately working on being able to bring your saving character to the remaster, but as of this moment, it's not going to be a confirmed feature within the new game. But they are ah, okay. working hard on it. 
but then as you, as you say if you've got finally got all the collection in one place you might as well just start again and you know i'm with you jamie yeah re-roll, you start, yeah. exactly you yeah. start again and you get to go yeah but you know some people might want like oh, i've done mass effect one and someone did two and three remastered and it's like oh i've got to do all again True, but again, that's what that's what Genesis is for, isn't it? The comic strip. If that's your thought pattern, you why buy it? Yeah, <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. that is a good point, actually. Like, got to play through one again to play two and three. No, just buy two because and three now. Because there's no butts. I don't want to see a butt in this game. <laughs> the, the thing is, BioWare do this. BioWare do this really well. They've done it with um, was it Inquisition for Dragon Age, and you could do the website. Go on, yeah. start your character on that. And then make all the choices on the website, save your choices, and then start your character in Inquisition based on the choices you made through what the website was. So Bioware's got a history of doing this. Yeah, that's a good point. I remember that, actually. I did that for Inquisition. Yeah, I think I did the same thing, actually, now that I think about it. Um, Does anybody have um, interest in picking up the legendary cache? Have you seen... Well, yeah, I, I figured you would. I, I want <laughs> Grave, Ian, Dan, anyone interested in spending 100 or quid? I heard it. Like, is it true that it doesn't come with a game, though? This is yes. true. Yes, that's what I was like. Well, what's the point of me buying it if I'm not going to get the game with it? Like, yeah. This is just with the, the N7 helmet, isn't it? I mean, anything in my head. Paragon and Renegade badges, a storybook artwork. A steel frame case and or something and else. An like N7 acceptance acceptance letter. Yes, your acceptance letter for the N7 program. Hang on a minute. What does the steel <laughs> case hold if there's no game? <laughs> you can put the game into it if you want. Oh, for another sixty. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right, yeah. If you buy the game separately physically, then you can put the discs in that one and chuck away the plastic box. A signed Miranda. Some Miranda yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. what we need. That's what they need. Not they don't want an N7 helmet, they want a bust of Miranda's ass. Yeah. That, that would sell. That would definitely and then, and then whenever it, it, it will come out. Exactly. When it, whenever it's not <laughs> on the screen, you can just hold it up in front of you and pretend you still got that camera angle. I was gonna with a little push button on the stand that says we'll bang, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, can you imagine if they put some uh, game of poop Easter eggs in there as well, just to uh just oh, it'd be beautiful. Make it come full circle. That'd be brilliant. Oh. Water the ship as soon as possible. Well, bang, bang okay. Little <laughs> <laughs> right. game of poop. Yeah, so May 14th, obviously, is coming out. Um, it's not a Series S and X version, though, is it? It's just an Xbox One that's sort of enhanced so you, by the new console. If you go into the store uh, website, it gives you the whole optimized for Series X, Series S, and then it gives you the whole smart delivery option. Yeah. Um, like I see, you are getting the benefit of the 60 frames per second if you have it on the, not even the new consoles, just the higher end previous gen as well. Yeah. Um, but it will be there will be some benefits to having it on the new uh, newer consoles at least. Yeah, it definitely look look a bit nicer at least, but. I think did they say they're doing a Series X sort of patch later down the line? I think I saw somewhere. Uh, possibly, yeah. I know. I don't know how that will work. I think the only thing they could really do is bring it up to 120 frames. But hmm. um, even just taking advantage of the loading screens and things like that will be. A, a I nice still think it's going to be higher, won't it? It'd be better loading screens on the X. Yeah. So the, they gave an example of the loading screens. The elevator scenes in the Citadel they timed it and it was 52 seconds from getting in the elevator to getting out of the elevator that's down to 14 wow 
And that's but you do that's, also have that's still encompassing the dialogue, isn't it? I think that's the reason why it's taking so long. Yeah, you've got the option when you load into the map to skip cutscenes, so you don't have to worry about the cutscenes with the elevator. Personally, I'm going to miss them because there was quite a good bit of interaction between your other two squad mates at the time. Um, there was a lot of sitting around waiting, though, wasn't there? Yes, there was, and the elevator music was horrendously bad. <laughs> Question is, who's going to be your squad mates? Well, that's easy. That's Garrison Rex and number one. Number two is going to be... Oh, fact, number two is always a tricky one. It's always at Garrus. Garrus is in my team come hell, rain or high water. And then three, it'll be Garrus and somebody. Usually Tally. Tally usually tends to make it in my team. Plus, I very rarely ever romanced Garrus. So the fact that if you keep Garrus and Tally together, they become a couple, which is quite nice. Let's let's do another quick round table then. Femme ship or male ship? Uh, Gray. I had male. Ross. I'll probably play femme ship through this time simply because they finally settled on a, a fixed character model for femme ship, so now it ties in through the whole story. <clears throat> do you um do you not create your character then, or do you just go with a base model because you can customize them? I the. The first time I ever played it, I played the whole series as my created character, and it was the worst experience I've had through Mass Effect because the original creation system was horrendous. Mm. You had like eight different faces, and every one of them was terrible. Um, and then after that, I stuck with the standard Commander Shepard. And then when three came out and gave you the option to have a fixed model character for Femship, I did three in Femship. Okay. So I, my my Mass Effect one character was like a boss-eyed guy who'd like been beaten up all over the place. He looked, but it it, it made it made it more enjoyable for me because he's like these serious moments where everyone's dying. And he's just standing there like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. He looks he looks so daft. It's like I've made his cheeks about this big and his yeah, crazy. Anyway, Dan, femme or male? I, well, I went male last time, so I think I'm going to try it and go femme and see how the experience plays out. And Ian, black man. <laughs> Just sorry, I'm bothered asking. <laughs> yeah, I might go white lady this. No, I might go fem. No, I should now probably go good old black man, Kabada Shepherd. Yeah, Paragon or Renegade. Oh, this is a this is a good next question. Uh, oh. You start, Ross. You start. Um, I've done I've done both through all of them, so I'll probably start this one as Paragon, and then I'll do another playthrough as Renegade. Dan. I'm going Renegade this time. I normally play my games the way I am, so kind of a little bit nice. So I'm going to be a a hole. Ian, well, I know what you're going to be. You're going to be an arse, aren't you? <laughs> See, normally I am, but no, I'll probably go Power God. Actually, yeah, I do like piss people off, but no, I will go good old Power God, good boy. Great. Yeah, I'll probably go Paragon. I always find that the Renegade dialogue a bit cringy at times. Yeah, I'm I, um, like you guys. I, I tend to stick with Paragon just through. Just playing naturally, but yeah, so I might I might try some renegade this time. Yeah, I think it's always like with Paragon when you play Paragon. There's always like a little renegade prompt, like I wonder what happens if I push the button. <laughs> 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 it's, like, oh, it's tempting, tempting. It's like every now and again, like, every time I get do push it and see what happens, and like, oh, better reload that because I've just completely destroyed everyone. Yeah, my <laughs> first my first playthrough, I think I kind of played it a bit too uh, safe, and I ended up pretty much in the middle where I was just like. I'll pick this one this time and then this one next time. And then I was like, I, I really like you. I'm going to kill all of your friends. And we could be friends. Yeah. So I tried to do that as well the very first time I played it. And then it got to 
oh, what's the planet called? Vermeer, where you have one squad mate, I don't want to ruin it for anybody, one squad mate with their gun trained on another squad mate. Yeah. And because I had played it down the line, I couldn't save one of the squad mates. And that was that ruined the game for me. I had to start again. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> then I decided to go full, full one way or full the other way to save that hassle again. All right. One, one more quick question then. And this is the most important one. And I'm going to forget his name. Are we going Ashley? Are we going Caden? Is it Caden? The fact that you can't remember that his name's Caden tells you that nobody ever picks Caden. <laughs> I've yeah. seen paint drying that's more entertaining than Caden Alenko. Yeah, I, I killed him off pretty quickly um, because, well, part I couldn't really put my finger on it to start with, but then I found out afterwards he was the same voice actor as that guy from uh, Knights of the Republic. What was his oh, name? Carth. Uh, Carth, yeah. Oh. And oh, I was okay. like, something about that guy's voice is just, as you say, it's just like, what, like listening to paint dry, as it were. It's <laughs> oh, so that, tedious. But This is how you know how bad a character is. Ashley is an out-and-out racist. She hates other species. She has no time for other species. Massive racist, and yet we still save her. That tells nice. you how bad Caden is. Nice ass, though. Well, you, you don't really get to see it in the first <laughs> one, but that's the problem. It's this not until true. she gets a glow up in three, you're like, bam! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or Ian, <laughs> you picking you picking the the good woman or the arsehole man? Oh, of course, good woman. Good, Dan. Is that booty? Yeah, yeah. I think I went with woman. I think I tried to fill my team with women because <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> space is a did, long, long, dark time. Did, 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 they, did they wear swimwear into battle? <laughs> Listen, I can just imagine you paid as Feb Shep with two women next to you. <laughs> got Rex in a bikini. Screw your armor stats. You're wearing this bikini out there now. Exactly. Uh, Dan's the sort of person that I would see with. Like he would play the game, and although you would, he would have like Miranda and Ashley would be like his final squad. No like space guys or women or anything like that. Just one nice ass there, one nice ass there. That's all I need for this game. <laughs> and then it'll get to the second to last mission and stop playing. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> all I've got to say is who runs the world? That's what it's going to be. That's going to be, I'm going to have that in the background. The elusive man. <laughs> oh, the elusive man. He's got a nice ass as well. Anyway, great. What about you? <laughs> uh, it's only when you said the name, said it kind of came back to me, but I think I saved Ashley as well. Good. Well, at least we're all decent human beings, and that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. So, any, anything else we want to talk about Mass Effect other than gushing about wait. how awesome I- it is? I can't wait. What's, what's the scientist called? You'll know what's. Morden Solace. Morden Solace. Yeah, I can't wait for him to sing Scientist Solarian. I am the <laughs> definition of a Solarian scientist. Yes. <laughs> the, we, that's uh, the best moment number two. That's fantastic. <laughs> Which only makes three a bit harder, but you know. Yeah. Uh, no spoilers. No spoilers. There's going to be... Just think, it's been so long, there's going to be a whole new like generation of people who, who weren't even around when the first ones came out. Let no bloody... I've played them already. The 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 the, the good time they're going to be in for. Jealous. Do you know what's weird? Because I didn't play Mass Effect one for ages, and actually, I didn't. I think it was good maybe two, three years before I actually played it. I think you talk, recommended it to me, Jamie, to start playing it. Yeah. And by God, I'm so glad I did. Yeah. Oh yes, it I was never, tremendous. I never actually played one until I had completed two. I completed two and then decided, all right, I'll go back and see what one was like. I think I, I think I played roughly when Mass Effect 2 was announced and Jamie was talking about it. I said, oh, what's this Mass Effect game? I was like, okay, I'll so give it a go. That sounds exactly the way I did it. I think I got told about Mass Effect and I had to start it three or four times because I was just like, oh my God, what is 
going on the the control system drove me potty but then once you kind of I don't want to say power through because that's the wrong word but once you just get past a certain point and the story start intertwining you're like oh my god why have i not played this in yeah Greg it's, it's uh yeah just i just remember it being but i couldn't put it down I, I don't know how long i played it for to like to get to the end but i played it for a long it must have been a good few weeks sort of every night just working my way through it but yeah yeah same um yeah and then when that two out, time on so, hands yeah, exactly. We were younger and life no, was fun. Much less responsibilities and could spend a week playing one game rather than you know, an hour a day if we're lucky. But yeah. We're soon turning into Dan who never completes a game. <laughs> <laughs> I've completed one game so far this year. Thank you very much. Yeah, Meta like one, I Language of love. <laughs> 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 gentlemen, gentlemen, I'll let you know later. <laughs> All right. So yes, yeah, so Mass Effect, May 14th. Um, gonna look nice and shiny. They've upgraded uh, the original one, probably more than the rest of them, to, to bring it in line. And if you haven't played it, then you're in for a good time. And if you have played it, then you know you're in for a good time. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I'm not again, not sure about the legendary cash. I think I'll skip out on that somehow. But I definitely pick up, get pick the game up. Yeah, we can live without a shiny helmet. Yeah, well, I do need something to accompany uh, Master Chief's helmet up in my bedroom, but. Is it life size or is it like you can actually put on your head or is it yeah. just well it won't fit mine and Jamie's head but well no, <laughs> <laughs> no it's yeah it's just one to one scale replica but uh yeah it's gonna need to be like... <laughs> for normal human tents <laughs> me and Jamie wow <laughs> yeah we got no chance oversized head big head yeah. ain't fitting in there it's <laughs> set to big head mate yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's my daily life we about it all right, let's let's uh, let's move on then. Shall we get away from the Mass Effect? Uh, I'm sure we'll come back to it at some point now, uh, especially as as launch approaches. Uh, let's very quickly just go over. Uh, obviously, uh, get the words out. Microsoft purchased or put a thing out there saying they were intend to buy Zenimax Media, and the EU are set to rule on it on the fifth of March. Um, it's not a very interesting article to be honest, because there's a lot of legalese in it. But basically, the deal's not done yet, obviously, and they can, um, it can still go wrong, but it doesn't look like it's going to go wrong. Um, what I wanted to go through with this, though, do you think that after the 5th of March, if they approve it, which they most likely will, do you think we might start to see um, a sort of an uptick in them bringing uh, like Bethesda games to Game Pass or announcing exclusivity for something like Starfield or... Elder Scrolls 6 or something like that? Or do you think they'll just carry on as usual and then maybe in a couple of years we'll hear some stuff like that? I think they'll start bringing more titles to Game Pass, definitely. I mean, that's key there. For the given. Yeah. Exclusivity. I can see it happening, definitely, or whether it's timed. Um, but yeah, it will happen. I think announcements will happen. They? Once the, the ink's dried and everyone's happy with it, I think that's when you'll see a snowball effect of Games come to Game Pass, announcements being made, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because at the moment, they can't say much, can they? Because they could get, get themselves shot in the foot. Next time you see one of their games coming to like or Game Pass or Games of Gold, you know, like a remake or a, re, or a new second one's coming out. That normally seems to be the trend recently with some of their games. Yeah. Yeah. They, they bring out the previous version of Games of Gold to get people to buy the second one. Like Little Nightmares, as an example. 
Yeah. Have, have they? Um, I'm trying to think. I was looking through Game Pass earlier on. Is I know they put Elder Scrolls uh, Five on there and Fallout Four. No, Fallout Four's not on there at the minute, is it? No. Fallout no. Seventy Six is on there. Sorry. But yeah. they haven't gone further back. I don't think like Oblivion and stuff is on there, is it? Or even Morrowind or... Uh, is Oblivion on there? Oblivion was on there. I know that. Mm. I don't think Morrowind was, but Mor- no. Oblivion but was. Maybe, maybe they could finally start to get like like full collections of like full, um, Sky, uh, excuse me, Elder Scrolls and Fallout and Doom because the only Doom Eternals on there at the moment so we could get all of the Dooms on there. Because um, I'd quite like to play some of so the Elder earlier Scrolls ones. Is, Elder Scrolls is on there. Um, and I don't think Oblivion is. Yeah, I don't think so either. Unless yeah, I'm spelling it wrong, which, yeah. let's be honest. Um, <laughs> Maybe. It's a strong chance. Yeah, very high possibility. Yeah. But yeah, no, it'd be good to uh, good to see more collections, like full series chucked up on Game Pass. Yeah, no, it's not on there. It's just it's, it's, it's backwards compatibility, but not on there, no. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Spell it right. So, uh, so yeah, so... Ray, do you have any anything you'd like to see from Bethesda drop on there, or do you think we'll see it come fifth of March once the, the the they've signed on a dotted line? Yeah, you imagine there'd be some sort of big announcement. Something's got to hit to make it all kind of worthwhile. They want to sort of bring it in with a bang. You'd hope. Yeah, oh, so definitely. Yeah, there'd be some sort of announcement. Some sort of things come to Game Pass. You imagine they make a massive song and dance about it once it's all done. Yeah, New Vegas yeah. too. <laughs> oh, that would be beautiful. Yeah. Just, just while you mentioned that quickly, I, I failed my homework this week. I literally, I had no time at all this week to. I'd like, I installed it, but I didn't get around to playing it. So, next week, next week. Um, yeah, maybe. If I get, if if I don't work looking crazy overtime this week. Uh, all right, so that's about that, really. So we'll see after the fifth of March. I, I suppose that kind of leads into like E3 or when E3 would be. So maybe we'll get some bigger announcements soon, perhaps. Be nice. Um, let's move on. Embracer Group. Who here knows who Embracer Group are? Silence. Well, that's a lot of people. <laughs> Good. Good. So, do you remember THQ? They used to uh, have a, a headquarters just down the road from us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then obviously they went bust. They went tits up. And then they sort of got revived as THQ Nordic uh, with Coke Media. Uh, their parent company, I think, I, I, I forget exactly, I think they changed the, the branding. So it, instead of it being Coke Media and THQ Nordic, they just basically made Embracer Group. Mm. Um, and they've just been going on a tear buying game companies left, right and centre. They they bought, I, I think last thing I he- I've heard them say, they had something like 60 announced games in development and about another 50 that they hadn't announced and they were just picking up studios left right and center they picked up all, all sorts of smaller studios but they picked up the dark side as developers and they picked up um the guys who did uh, spec ops i can't remember their name now jaeger is it i think anyway it, by the by uh, they yeah every it seems like every week they're just buying another studio or they announce another game or oh they did um they bought the uh, Kingdoms of Amala. That's that was them that bought that back as well. Um, mm-hmm. And they're just spending money left, right, and centre. And their latest pickup is Gearbox, you know, the Borderlands developer and publisher. Um, ah, okay. For one point three billion dollars, it's not not quite um, up with Zenimax, but for just Gearbox, that's that's quite a lot of money. 
I know Borderlands does well, but that seems crazy to me. But do you um, think they're just purchasing Randy Pitchford and not and and trying to shuffle him off into a desert island somewhere? Well, that or <laughs> you know, they're they're making him the lead magician for their next uh, big team meeting. <laughs> yeah, maybe he can hand out USB thumb drives for everyone. And, uh... Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you know, but he left a USB full of porn on, on a table where he was at a restaurant at. Anyway, the uh, yeah, so they're basically buying fucking people left, right, and center. They like a high of, profile retina, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're kind of filling that sort of middle ground that like the old THQ used to fill, so they're not making sort of triple A bangers like you know, Halo or Gears or something like that, and they're also not making you know, short little indie games, they're making. The stuff that you kind of think, yeah, that's all right. I suppose that'll do for 40 quid or whatever. But spending 1.3 billion on a gearbox is, is madness. Um, apparently, 2K is still going to be publishing Borderlands. Um, and their sort of relationship with gearbox is going to stay the same. Mm. So this, I guess, is going to be for whatever gearbox are creating outside of Borderlands or, or going forward. Um, but yeah, does anybody have any concerns or thoughts on? What, what else what do they this... have other than Borderlands? Well, Gearbox. Yeah. Gearbox didn't really have anything. They had, they... Battle... They had Battleborn, and that went yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else did they have? They had something else as well. They've got a... Um... <laughs> Duke Nukem oh, Forever. The... Oh, oh yes. Oh. <laughs> Is it Gearbox who do Godfall as well, isn't it, for the... PS5. Yeah, they they were the ones that published that for the PS5. Yeah, yeah. it says yeah, aliens, colonial marines, yeah, and homeworld. Yeah, so that's I think it literally is. They bought them. So for they bought Borderlands. Borderlands, Borderlands yeah, basically. Based but again, Borderlands, yeah. No, but again, two K. Borderlands, that's it. They bought Pen and Teller VR. That's what they bought. <laughs> um, oh, Saber Interactive was the one I was thinking of earlier. I'm sorry, not Jaeger. Saber. Um, so, yeah, that's a lot of money, but they're just they're just proper sort of sneaking their way up to. I think technically they're sort of approaching like EA and Activision levels, not necessarily in terms of like the sheer financial oomph they've got, but the amount of studios they've got and then some of the IP and stuff they've got. They could they could sort of appear um, at the top of the pile, I think, in a couple of years. If they Maybe keep they bring out Jim Nukem. Maybe they bring, bring out a good Duke Nukem. That's what we need. Yeah. Well, it's that or Brothers in Arms is another one. Brothers in Arms was good, actually. Yeah, that was a good back in the day. I don't think there's been one of them for a good while. Not, no, for uh, some reason it says Half Life here as well. Half Life Opposing Force. Yeah, yeah. They they were yeah. porting the original Half Life to the Dreamcast, but then that got cancelled. But yeah, they yeah. did like a one of the what they call not expansion packs. Is expansion pack? Though. Yeah, look, before DLC was DLC, basically, like Blue Shift and 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 like I said, opposing force and stuff. And they did, they also did the Halo PC port, the original Halo PC port. Yeah, I saw that combat involved. But again, they're they're not. That's nothing to do with them anymore. But Blue yeah. Shift was good fun. I remember that? I never played Blue Shifts. I'm surprised yeah. Microsoft didn't go for for purchasing Gearbox, but. I know Pitchford is not a big fan of Microsoft. He went on a right rant, didn't he? Oh, sorry. He's gone on yeah. quite a few rants. <laughs> yeah. One of his rants, yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
So yeah, good time to have a drink. Right. Okay. So basically, just watch out for Embracer Group, basically, because they're going to take over. Uh, it's going to be them and Tencent left standing, and whoever's there, <laughs> they're just going to battle it out for whoever can buy as as many games as possible. Um, cool. All right. Um, should we have a quick chat about Battlefield? Anyone have interest in Battlefield? Because it's not really a series that's caught caught my eye. So I like Battlefield. Okay. I would probably like Battlefield if I could hit one of the targets that I had to hit. But <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably why I don't like it. <laughs> uh, all right, Dan, do you want to give Battlefield's us a quick like camping paradise? It's like, oh god, yeah, it's, so it's, it's too slow, slow pace for my liking. Yeah. Oh, I enjoyed the trouble was I enjoyed four, um, and then was it one came out? <coughs> and that was okay and then it's I can't think what um, the last one just burnt me and was not happy about it at all um, but here we go so EA have spoken at length about a new Battlefield game which will release at 2021 which is interesting because there's been nothing really said about Battlefield at all has there well that's this year isn't it yeah, yeah exactly my goodness it's um, it's come around quite quickly um so essentially really that's it there's not much more to say um they've said that it's going to be using the full power of the next gen platforms to ensure exactly the game battlefield fans want to play um yeah battlefield 5 was the last one that burnt me and that was absolute rubbish so poor um but yeah looking personally forward to it um hopefully they come into the modern era and go kind of battlefield 4-esque because for me that was the best battlefield i had the, the only one i really properly played was three um but even then was only i was playing it on a pc that was vastly underpowered so everything looked like it had been smeared in vaseline um so yeah so i didn't really get into it but other than that yeah never really caught the series great great i know you're not a big shooter fan great but have you got any Thoughts on Battlefield or interest in the David the Star Wars ones, or is that something else? Dice made Star Wars Battlefront, yeah. Yeah, did... yeah I think I played some one or two of those ones, but yeah, didn't really live long in the memory. Yeah. It's um it's gonna be good. I remember when Call of Duty went through that phase of kind of flying all over the everywhere, and that's when I jumped on Battlefield because I was like, Oh, this is much better. It's slower, I'm not respawning and dying straight away. Um, you sure? Yeah. <laughs> sure. That's <laughs> fair. much. You took the words out of my mouth. I was like, I was like really? <laughs> 10 seconds is a 100% increase. <laughs> well, exactly. Exactly. That's what I say to my wife all the time. Um, yeah. Battlefield. Can't wait. Okay. So, yeah. So, new Battlefield, new Mass Effect, and Embracer Group taking over the world. Cool. All right. Should we get on to uh, what we've been playing then this week, gentlemen? Um, who should we get? Who, I, forget, I always forget who I started with last week. So let's start with Graham. Why not? Yeah. So as tail end of last week, I said uh, I've submitted the the Crashlands review. That's kind of up. That's a uh, the mobile port kind of uh, top down view game. It plays alright, but it's it's definitely made more as a mobile style game because it's just really slow progressive and just goes through cycles as you kind of hit enemies and get ingredients you craft better equipment you go back to base build a new workstation build higher 
tier gear and then hit go out and fight the next tier enemies and rinse repeat and it's kind of that and then when you think you're at the end of the the level you go to a whole new world where it's almost like you're starting again from scratch and doing the same thing with different materials and stuff mm -hmm. so i can see how it'd work on a mobile game and the controls transfer nicely to the console but it's not something you could just sit down and play in an evening it's just yeah definitely a mobile game and the other one which obviously got put up today the werewolf game um the apocalypse. Yeah. What's it called? It's got a ridiculous. It's got long a ridiculously title. long name. I just call uh, it Werewolf. Let me just have a quick look. Oh, werewolf: The Apocalypse, Earthblood. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> a long name, and it's one of those. It's almost like the bait and switch that the cyberpunk did, but on like a lower, uh, a, a smaller scale. The trailer for it looks intense, and the graphics in that trailer look amazing. And then in game. Yeah, they're not the same graphics. It's definitely not the same. And... I was going to say, it looks amazing. I saw a yeah, that looks fantastic. A of, yeah, a couple of days ago, and I was like, oh, yeah, this looks great. I can't wait to find out what Graham thought of it. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it's not <laughs> positive. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it just look, the, that the speak when the, that the, the characters speak, it looks like a game of at least sort of five, ten years ago. Sort of the mouths don't really connect well with how they're speaking. It's just... Yeah, it just could be saying anything. It's PS2 era sort of stuff. Yeah, it's it's a little bit sort of crushing, and you need to know more about werewolf lore than most people tend to know about. Like other than silver hurts werewolves, mm. and that. But if you knew about Mother Gaia, the triad, and uh, the three types of wolf that you can type, or two types of wolf that you can turn into. Yeah, there's a bit more lore that I wasn't aware of, but you kind of pick up. And um, the transitioning bit is probably the best bit about it. Um, you can you morph from the human form into a lupus form, which is like a wolf, a small wolf form. So it makes you quicker and harder to detect from by enemies. And then once you get into real battle, you turn into your Krynos form, which is like the giant werewolf form where you start destroying everything in sight. So, yeah, the transitioning bit looks pretty cool. It's quite swift as you morph between them. But it's um, a bit of a, once again, a sort of a copy and paste of uh, like areas. You would go into, you have one set mission, and you go into a room, and you start off the same thing. You have to get to a target. You go into waist-high level walls, and you're stealthy. You try not to be detected. You go into your wolf form. You can go through vents to try and not be detected. But sooner or later, you get detected. And then once you get shot or you can preempt it, you can turn into your Krynos form and then you just go into battle. And it's the same thing. You fight a certain waves of enemies. And literally, as soon as you kill the last enemy, you morph back into your human form. And it just, that's it. It sort of doesn't say anything. It just straight into human form, walk on to the next area. Where you're in another square with waist high walls with a bit more stealth. Wait, waist high walls are the the universal sign for combat scene in that scenario, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, but it's just that it's just room after room of do a bit of stealth, try and get yourself an advantage. You're gonna turn into the wolf and start killing everyone again, and then go into the next bit. There's a couple of boss fight areas, but it gets gradually harder as the enemies start sort of becoming more corrupted. And they start morphing into sort of worm 
like aliens after they get killed they kind of come back alive in a kind of worm form and yeah you have to fight them again and it gets a little bit more difficult but yeah it just doesn't change too much the storyline is probably more interested if you're into the lore but yeah it just yeah it's a bit disconnected and a bit standard as far as there's a tragedy you have to redeem yourself and only your guy can save the day kind of thing but it's just yeah they didn't mix it up very well it's just the same thing get to this point try to be stealthy fight and then just rinse repeat but yeah the combat is all right Uh, it seems super easy early on once you're in your giant werewolf form nothing really stands in your way you can literally just just tear through them and destroy them you can have a claw through them with like a variety of different special moves or you can literally just pick them up and tear them in half and it's only sort of as you get sort of halfway through the game there's sort of bigger enemies where you can't do that to and there's enemies with sort of stun patterns and stuff that you have to sort of claw your way through but I think I only died once, and that's because I was just rushing it to try and get through it. Other than that, sort of, you don't really get that injured, and you've got a heal function that it just makes the game quite easy. Fair enough. Fair enough. So basically, it sounds like it, it might be all right, but it's not. It doesn't live up to the promise in the trailers because it seems like everyone was quite high on the trailers. Yeah, so disappointing when you saw that trailer. You saw that transformation in the trailer. It's like this is this could be amazing, mm. but. Yeah, it's a massive letdown. Well, like I said, your review's up on the site now. Uh, I think it ended up at about 6.3, was it? Yeah, I mean, it's a semi-interesting playthrough, but once you've done it, you're not going to get back to it. Yeah. Nice. But that's that's exactly the kind of uh, territory the Embracer group are kind of aiming for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair to middling game that you sort of play once and go, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. We've got our money, right. now let's move on. Right. So I had to have a little interlude of playing, getting back onto the Yakuza bike, yeah. as I as you saw a few clips of what the hell was happening on with that game. <laughs> that looks. Has any any rest of you played Yakuza? I forget. No, I haven't. But it seems like a game that seems piqued my interest because it seems quite weird and funny. It's, it's insane. <laughs> Go and explain the clip I sent you, Jay. <laughs> in the in the club. Bad timing. Uh, if some man dancing around his pants. <laughs> Uh, just at a cabaret club and he, he was saying something i can't remember what you said he was saying but it was something ridiculous <laughs> his first line was what the shit is this <laughs> <laughs> who attracts that attention something like that it was just yeah it's just in the typical japanese cabaret fashion they have like hostess ladies just trying to like talk to you to get you buy drinks and stuff and spend money and then there's this as he looks around the club he randomly spots this guy in his pants just sort of busting a move <laughs> he's not busting a move though he's like grooving like, like grinding in <laughs> better moves yeah. than jamie and then well, just yeah. when you thought you had enough of that about an hour later i come across another side mission with the pantsless man which I sent you a screenshot of. It gives you a weird angle, of almost like a Miranda sort of angle. Oh. <laughs> of a dude, dude in, in little white pants. <laughs> yeah. That's the angle everyone wants. <laughs> yeah. Get, but thankfully, that, that broke up my playthrough. <laughs> when you get sick of tearing people apart, go and watch a man in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's. Uh, who we got next? Let's go for Dan. Dan, do you want to uh, regale us with your video games of the week? Yeah, so uh, I have uh, finished Verda Blanca Ghost in the Castle. What a game! So it's the second 
incarnation of Verde Blanca's, um, I can't even remember the first one now, but anyway. Iconic. Yeah, if you've, if you've played the first one, you don't need to play this one. It, it, it's literally a carbon copy of the same game, apart from set in Italy. Um, you're that detective who needs to go find a mysterious killing or haunting. Um, yeah, it's they have literally just copied it. You know, it's the same kind of choosing your dialogue options, which gives you more dialogue options, which at certain points you have to pick all four dialogue options to get some more information. Um, like even the spots on the map that they've done is almost exactly like the first game. And they're situated in the same place, bar I think about three three circle discs. They're, they're slightly different. It's like in the... Uh, Oh God, instead of the shack, they've done the church. And instead of, I can't remember the other one, they've put it in like the Venetian square. And you're just like, okay. Um, so yeah, it was a big thumbs down for me. It wasn't, it wasn't a good game. The, the, the saving grace was that it had cartoon kind of uh, comic book style uh, assets, which was nice. But other than that, yeah, I think I'm done with, with a Ratalika storybook visual novel um, i'm sure there's like another 10 games in the series to come so don't worry about it. well yeah i mean these are 20 <laughs> give, them, give them all to him yeah he's got state of dibs all i'll do is copy and paste my reviews for each one <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah that game is done and dusted so very happy with that and then i've just been uh on an apex high jumping into season eight um been trying fuse who is How are you finding him i like him I like him. Um, what I don't like is when you hit his ultimate and you miss the uh, the opponent that you were trying to get in the circle, or you walk into the ring of fire and you damage yourself. Well, that fire does damage you. That's that's always well, happened. No, no one told me there was fire. Why is what? Yeah, I have to play this now. So <laughs> maybe uh, don't miss. He, uh, he's a crazy pyromaniac. Best way to put it. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say a crazy Aussie, but yeah, pyromaniac is probably the, the correct terminology. One and the same. Um, so yeah, he's good. So if you um, pick up grenades, you get an extra one in your infantry slot so you can carry two as opposed to everyone else carrying one per slot. So you could potentially, if you had a gold backpack, you could be carrying, is it 24 or 36 grenades? Something like that, 24. Something, 34, something really 24, stupid. yeah, something like that. Yeah, 24. Oh, 24. Um, yeah. Yeah, good laugh. The The new map is, well, not the new map, the, the change in Kings Canyon is okay, I guess. Have you played some of this, Ian? Yeah, it's better than, oh, so I say it's better. It's different. Different, yeah. What, what yeah. have they changed then? Because I haven't been back into it. Uh, some of the mountaintops have been kind of blown open. Uh, there's a Artillery few... base is completely different now. Yeah, there's also the, a one few... at the top. Um, yeah, there's a few bit more zip lines. Uh, a lot of weapons were like more destroyed and stuff, and they've got different care packages now, so you can actually like go to like a little kind of like a vault kind of way to put your yes, grenade in that's, it. That's quite good. The vault, so you go up to a vault, you um, you hold on to X, and then an animation comes in, and you throw in the grenade, and it opens up, and it's got some higher tiered loot, which is quite nice. Um, and they're dotted around uh, the map. Um, they've got gold yeah, just, Mozambique though, which is the most annoying thing in the world. Mozambique. Um, what, gold Mozambique was that? Mm-hmm. Why so would you bo- of... go on? Why would you? Exactly. Why would you? 
<laughs> you just said the exact same words that I do. And it's like, okay, yeah. go Mozambique. It's like, yeah, I'm going to leave that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll still run around with just my ammo and no gun. Um, <laughs> they've got gold um, magazine clips now. So that uh, automatically reloads your weapon when you're not holding it, which is nice. Um, yeah, Even, all all, your favorite gun's been sort of not, not nerfed, but also buffed at the same time. So there's no more double tap, but the Eva 8 fires faster. Damn right it does. Eva 8 for life. There's no more double tap, though, so you can't have... That's fine. I've, I've never got to use it anyway, because I'm normally die by the time I pick up a double tap. Well, that's because you're dropping the frigging package. Um, yeah, <laughs> so Apex is, uh, is good. It's good. Lots of fun. And I've just been plowing my way through the medium, because, oh my God, that game is so good. Nice. And uh, how far have you got, do you reckon? Uh, where are you up to? Not that I've played it, but... Um, I don't know if this is it's dad, so probably yeah. <laughs> half hour, half hour in. Yeah. he's made a character <laughs> 24 minutes no I have met some strange creature thing that chases you um, I'd want to say it's halfway through but I don't think it is I'm probably just before the halfway point 10 minutes in 20 minutes in boss yeah. but, uh, but half an hour I know what I would say first time you meet who he's talking about. Yeah, sure. yeah. I've, met him, I've met him a few times, thank you very much. Oh, okay, so you said you just met him. Okay. Oh. Well, yeah, last night I just met him. Anyway, yeah, so that's uh, that's where I am. Nice. All right. Have you, uh, Graham or Ian, have you tried the medium yet? Not yet, no. It's Downloaded, one. but yeah. not played yet. Likewise. I, I'm, too, I'm too scared to play it. It throws oh. up achievements. It literally throws up achievements. Look at yeah. the, you can see he's like torn inside. He's like, mm, but, uh, do, I, do I play a game I'm scared of? But the cheapest. Am I right? Think. I'll go on, Ross. With the exception of having to look for certain like journal entries and postcards, <laughs> literally every like 10, 15 minutes, ding, ding, yeah, ding. I was like, oh, let, let his oh, this is easy. <laughs> <laughs> I can see him. He's like, well, better smart delivery this now. <laughs> I, um, you have a small part of. Oh, I need to go around this corner in case there's a postcard there. Oh, look, yeah. there is. Oh, look, achievement. Hey. Oh, look, so, monster. <laughs> I, I got my weekly... Find out next week. I got my weekly achievement thing yesterday just by playing um, the medium for half an hour. Literally, it just threw up achievements. It was ridiculous. Nice. Nice. All right, cool. All right. Ian, then, what have you been playing? Have you been playing scary games? I actually haven't been playing much this week, apart from like the usual like graphic auto on a Thursday, a bit of Warzone. I actually haven't played much. I actually did play um, golf with your friends, with a couple of friends from America. Hey. Um, that's a good laugh though, especially if you do a party mode. It'd be really that game is that game is alcohol induced. Like you, that's one reason it hit the bottle playing that game. Yeah. Did you have <laughs> the, um, the ball physics? Not the ball physics. You could hit other people's balls. Uh, oh, hello. <laughs> hello there. <laughs> hello. Helmets and balls. All, uh, all so we did the normal thing. mode, the classic mode for a bit, just to kind of, you know, make achievements. <laughs> but we did the party mode as well, where you, you change the ball physics to randomizer, so it turns like an acorn or a cone. It's just annoying because <laughs> you just can't do anything. Or these, you try to do a trick shot, and then halfway through your trick shot, you turn into an acorn, and you're going flying off the course. Like you lose five, three or four shots just trying to do it. Absolutely nightmare. Annoying. Fun annoying if you do it to someone else, though. Well, yeah, 
That's you. That's basically. <laughs> it swings around about. If you do, you go, oh, well, you're doing it to me. I'm doing it to everyone else. Yeah. There's a like good like nine, ten of us in the group, so it's quite a good laugh actually. <laughs> but yeah, Ash hasn't been playing much. To be fair, um, went back to Killer Instincts for a bit just to kind of brush up achievements on that. Because I haven't played that in ages, and I thought something different. Hitman, again, mopping up Hitman 3 still. Love that game so much. It's such a brilliant game. Just kind of mopping up the achievements there. But it's quite long. You have to go through all the different kind of kills you can get to get to level 20 um, of each level. You have to get level 20 to get the achievement. And so you have to keep doing different kind of kills to kind of mop up that. But then we try and look at a couple of the speed ones that they do on like on YouTube and stuff. And some of them are just insane how you they do it. Like I think one guy finished the level in like 27 seconds. I was like, what? Was there one, I haven't played it, but is there a Dubai level? Is that one of them? Mm-hmm. And he, apparently some guy did it in eight seconds. He, he, yeah. As soon as the level loaded, he fired his gun, everyone panicked, he shot through a gap in a wall and then walked <clears> back <throat> out behind him or something. Yeah, so yeah, what happens is there's one guy in like a like, office and there's one guy on a balcony and depending on where you spawn, you can run that forward up the escalator and then you shoot one guy who's on the balcony then you shoot the window who with the guy in the office. The guy in the office comes out and you just shoot him in the head and run out. Yeah. Jesus, and it's like yeah, eight nine seconds of it in, and the same <laughs> game. If you do a silent assassin, but doing twenty seven seconds, but you spawn somewhere different, you mm-hmm. run out, you shoot the guy on a balcony, and then you flashbang the office that the guy's in, shoot him, and then you run and exit. And by the time they've, then the, by the time the flashbang's finished, you haven't got, you still got a silent assassin because I haven't seen the dead body yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's insane. There's some other ones that I've been trying to do myself. Like there's another level where you can kind of electrocute someone and run up and shoot someone and run out quickly. Yeah. By the time that guard's coming, because the guards start panicking, like, what's that gunshot? <laughs> By the time they've gone to see the body, like you've already exited the level and gone. <laughs> Cunning. Tips and tricks. Tips and tricks. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, apart from that, really, yeah, it kind of been quite a quiet week for me and myself this week. Um, so yeah, not really going to manage time to play much. Hopefully next week I'll get a few round. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Happy days, happy days. All right, Ross, what have you uh, what have you been up to this week? Uh, I have jumped back into Borderlands Three. Uh, there is a community event starting on the first of March called the Hunt. Uh, basically, it's starting a new character, and you have to collect every legendary weapon, and then every unique weapon. So any of the guns that have red text on them, uh, it's all done for charity. So I think this year it's. This is St. Jude's Kids Hospital, yeah. I think, in America. Yeah. So uh, it starts the 1st of March, and then you've got X amount of time, and then the people who have the highest score by that point get shouted out and things like that. So it's first year I've actually tried it, so I have been putting on a bit of practice, trying to find out this fastest way to go around different maps to get to the bosses and things like that. So. Okay, okay nice. sweet. Very nice. Is that something you do in co-op as well, or is it just... You like... can do it in co-op, yeah. Uh, the, there's, there is rules to it, depending on how you want, how serious you want to take it. So you can participate by just doing the challenges. Mm. Or if you want to be considered like a part of the competition, you have to stream the full event. So um, if you've got it in co-op mode, you have to have both parties streaming at the same time so that there's no dodgy dealings to show you. Oh, look, this gun's now appeared in this inventory and things Mm. like that. So Mm. That's one for tap into your case, maybe. (laughs) Get your streaming on. Happy days, happy days. Uh, I know we said before we started, Graham hasn't replayed. Has anyone else played Borderlands yet? Because, again, that's another one that sort of passed me by. 
I literally have it here still waiting for me to start it. <laughs> <laughs> just he just stares at it every day when he walks in his room. Uh, that's like, it. It's today's all... the day. I need to get around to playing it. It's one of the ones I've got on my back burner, just ready there to play. I know because obviously I normally would game share with Pete, but he does not interested. So I was like, well, I'm buying the discs, it's only 10 quid. Yeah. <laughs> Bargain. Bargain. But uh, yeah, all right, cool. Anything have else, Ross? Have you played it or not? No, you Me. don't like it. You don't like it. No, of course. Me, yeah, I'm not really interested. I, I will play it, but I'm not, I, I would go out of my way to choose it, as it were. How about this, Jamie? Go on. We play Borderlands 3 together and mm-hmm. I'll play Gears 5 of you afterwards. Ooh. Done. Deal. <laughs> Shake hands. <laughs> yeah. like, like I said, I will, play, I, would, I will play it if I played it with, with you guys, obviously. But I wouldn't, unlike Gears, I wouldn't play it on my own because I'm less than... Oh, Borderlands alone is not great yeah, experience. I, I, I really didn't yeah, enjoy but, the first one. Borderlands is not... I, I've played through all of them by myself, but they are designed for the best experience to be played in co-op mode. Yeah. Yeah, um, you yeah get... I think, yeah, because I, I did two for a bit on my own, then I started joining with randoms and two, and it was so much more fun because you just, you just do nine carnage things and it makes it a lot more easier as well. Nice. Okay, yeah, it's all right, deal then. We'll play some Borderlands. We'll, we'll get our game night going. And then we'll play some gears afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> I will suffer for gears. <laughs> yes, boy. Okay, cool. What have I got myself into? Yeah. You love it. So, so what? All, you didn't say how long though. So we have only got to load up Borderlands here, yeah, and then we can go straight to gears. We don't even have to, <laughs> we don't even have to get out of the tutorial. Technically, I just load up gears then. And you have to complete a Final Fantasy game, Jay. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure. Um, I've got to go now. And, cry myself <laughs> and New sleep. Vegas. Which which one? Which Final Vegas, Fantasy yeah. should make him suffer though? Oh, X two. Yeah, X two. Oh, yeah, X two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could point X two. But you, seeing as you lot like, don't like it, it might it might float my boat because it's not really a, you know, a normal Final Fantasy game. You never know. I think it's I think it's Pete's favourite. Yeah, I think <laughs> so too. Yeah, I think he uh, I think he might have something to say about that. Cool. All right. Um, anything else, Ross? Before we before we move on? Eh, uh, no. That's been that's been pretty much taking up all my time. Um, yeah. It's it's a game that it doesn't seem matter how many times I play it. It never gets bored for me. So I can quite happily put in a few few solid gaming sessions a week of Borderlands. Nice. Nice. You, nice. you can carry me and Jamie through the game then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got it too. He's only got it because I've got it. Exactly. Yeah, I've only got it great boy. Um, yeah, well, yeah, you, you'll need a hefty old back to carry me through that, so <laughs> good luck. <laughs> right, so let's. Um, I'm going to just regale you quickly with some of the things I've been playing. Uh, um, I'm sort of in the process of reviewing a game called Tohu at the minute. It's like a point-and-click puzzle game. Uh, it's quite good. It's, it's a lot harder than some of the ones I've played recently because um, some of the ones, other ones I've played, they're sort of it's very obvious the things you can click on and what you can interact with. But this, everything in the scene sort of looks like it should be there. Um, so it, you, you end up just dragging the cursor around and hitting the A button and trying to find what you can actually press on. Mm. Um, and some of the puzzles have been quite hard. I've, I've only played, I think it's only a couple of hours long, and I've only played about an hour and a half maybe. Um, but I've already had to look at a couple of guides because they're just madness. Some of them, it just, it's like proper old school point and click logic. Like, you pick up a 
I think one of them is you pick up a glove uh, and then you have to also pick up a book and you also have to pick up a valve and you have to use the use them in the right order but then mm. you can't do anything else until you've done what they solve but then you can't uh, yeah it's, it's just uh, like a little bit too complicated for my feeble brain. I mean, it sounds complicated, and you're just trying to explain it. <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> again, I, I was I was going this area for for a good twenty minutes earlier, and I was like, "What the hell am I supposed to do?" And then I end up just having a look at a guide, and I was like, "There's no way." A, I didn't pick up one of the items because I didn't know I could pick it up. <laughs> and then there's no way I would have figured it out so, um, on my own. Again, my feeble brain probably didn't help, but. Um, but it's, other than that, it's quite good. Other than the occasional difficult spikes, it, it looks very good as well. It's very good, nice art style, um, and really good music as well, um, and quite funny at times. But yeah, so that should be up hopefully this week. Um, I did play, uh, put another review up. Herboxia two. This is uh, the sequel to Herboxia, obviously. Uh, it's like a um, uh, like a scrolling arcade shooter, like a space shooter, like something like Ikaruga or Raiders Silver Gun or something. Um, but this one, the level, the levels go sideways mainly, but occasionally they'll sort of twist and you'll be into a vertical scrolling shooter. Um, mm. And you can fire in 360 degrees around you. So rather than having um, just like pressing the A button to fire directly ahead, you can aim with the right stick. So if enemies go past you or if they come from behind you, you can still aim them. And then you have special attacks which fire forward and backward as well, um, which can be upgraded as can your gun and your ship's health and um, speed and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, it's really good, really good. It only takes a couple of hours to complete, and then only a couple of hours more to get the full thousand G, Ian. And you know, I did. I mentioned this one to you the other day. Um, yeah, it's a really good game, really good game. Nice sort of retro pixel art, like Mega Drive style graphics. Um, uh, really brilliant soundtrack. Very good, like chip tune music. And yeah, highly recommended. I never played the first Hibroxia, but I think this one basically remixes some of those levels in that game and then adds some new ones. And, and there's like big boss battles at the end where, which are quite tough until you've upgraded the ship. I got stuck on one of them for quite a while because I had to just go back and grind a level over and over again. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's really good. Very, very highly recommended. Um, yeah. And then, are you ready for your, uh, for our weekly Resident Evil section? Yeah, you are. Look how See, excited they are. You literally saw me yawn when you saw Look how it. excited they are. I can't wait. So I, I this technically is last week's because I, I skipped over this because um, I didn't want to... No, I didn't want to overload you with so much Resident Evil. I knew you'd all get tired and bored of it. So very quickly, I started playing Resident Evil 7 in VR on the PlayStation, obviously. Um, very good. Not as scary as I expected, but that's probably because I know what's coming. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's it effective. It is very... It's very effective, um, and I just got to the part where you sort of get attacked and you get your hand chopped off, and you have to sort of crawl around <laughs> holding your your hand that's been chopped off. And yeah, it looks pretty gruesome in VR. Um, so I'm hope, hoping to try and finish that before Resident Evil Eight comes out. But I'm, yeah, it's again, it's just finding time. And speaking of Resident Evil Eight, I borrowed my friend's PlayStation Five and I played the, the Maiden demo, um, which was. Pretty terrifying, pretty terrifying to be honest. Um, there was it's only about 20 minutes, and there's no sort of combat or no um no challenge really. You literally just going through through the area. There's sort of little puzzles to figure out, but like not... a walking simulator kind of thing. Basically, yeah. There's there's a couple of puzzles to figure, like you've got to find the bolt cutters to cut the lock and stuff, and and obviously as Graham 
I guess can I. probably guess you got you got to find a, someone's eye to put in the bus in the in the statue. Um, Every then, game, yeah. Every time. But it, it, again, I know it's PlayStation, but it looked it looked bloody brilliant. It's probably the best use of like HDR and stuff I've played so far. Um, yeah, it was excellent. It really looked great, um, and the atmosphere was creepy as all. Uh, yeah. It, <laughs> Even though I knew there wasn't any combat in the game, I was still like creeping around corners, being like, uh, "Is it?" And then they do the they do the same as in Red Dead, where like you're in the um in the castle, and you can hear like footsteps on the floors above and doors opening and closing. And every time you walk around a corner, or sometimes sorry, when you walk around a corner, you'll see someone just sort of just walk past the other like down the end of the corridor and stuff. Mm. Um, and yeah, very effective. So I really I can't wait to get the actual Xbox demo, which will come out soon, hopefully. Um, and play through that because a that would be more relevant to us and b I just want to play some more of it because yeah that that twenty minutes was although it was it was good you could probably actually get through the demo in about five minutes once you know what to do it was real real short um, but yeah very good and then da, 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 that's it for Resident Evil I'm sorry I'm sorry to have let you down I've only that's all I've played <laughs> I haven't even black I haven't and even, disgrace I haven't even looked at any of Resident Evil this week. However, I did play the last one for, that I can talk about this week, the Balan Underworld demo. Did, did any of you actually get a chance to play it? I said to you earlier on about trying to get it have a go. Did anyone try it? No. I didn't no, get a chance. No, you, you put me off. I was like, yeah, I'm going to make me not. Ross, did you try it? All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use my... Uh, I, I'm fairly sure I used my one, but I'm going to use my one right now. It is fucking awful. <laughs> Absolutely dreadful. Absolutely dreadful. Try and find um, a timestamp for that beat. <laughs> absolutely dreadful. Um, so, uh, this podcast goes out un, out unedited, so yeah, it's in no, now. It's in. It's in there, <laughs> and it deserves to be in there because it is dreadful. <laughs> it, um, yeah, it's it's by Yuji Naka, obviously, who, who was one of the creators of Sonic the Hedgehog, so that immediately caught my interest. I wonder why. And. Um, <laughs> It's got a very similar art style to something like Nights into Dreams. Mm. All very sort of cute and sort of over-exaggerated like anime character type things with little cute animals and fluffy creatures and stuff. Um, but the actual, the, the, the intro cinematic is, it kind of reminds me of um, like the Christmas Nights hand-drawn one, but this time it's all like full CG. And they look really good. They're really quite entertaining. It's got great music and the character... Uh, the Balan, the, the the character that's sort of in control of the the land, is quite entertaining and he's crazy and all over the top, like proper '90s era Sega. Um, but then you start playing it and it's like proper '90s era Sega, absolutely dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> it's just horrific. Like every, you, the only thing you've got to do is run and jump, which is fine, but it doesn't feel it doesn't control very well at all so so you could pick up uh suits that give you different powers you could pick up a wolf that gives you a spin attack or a, a plant that lets you stretch and then you sort of snap your legs up to you so you can hop up over items and stuff um but it just it just doesn't play nice it it just if you sort of jump and rather than jumping and sort of keeping the momentum you just sort of jump and blur oh, it sort of falls straight back down again there's no flow to it as it were hmm um, and if you die, you lose your costume. 
and there's not and then when you go back to the checkpoint it's not there again so you have to then try and try to do whatever you died on without the help of whatever costume you had which is shit and then you've got yeah. sounds all confusing already yeah and then the way the the visuals are quite they're very colorful again they're very sega-esque but the levels it's hard to explain it's almost like they're on like a reverse globe so you know normally if you run and you sort of see the horizon everything sort of comes up up towards you like that mm. well this time it's almost like everything's vertical and as you run towards it it unfolds in front of you it's really it's a weird visual effect and i hate it because it's so confusing and it it just um, it just looks it looks like the game's broken like the visuals like haven't loaded in properly yeah and it's only and you sort of it plays into the puzzle so there's one we got to roll a ball and you have to run up to it to get it to roll towards you and then as you roll away and the land sort of folds up behind you it, it's, that's how you control the, where the ball goes but it just it just looks it looks horrendous. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't say that word enough. Ageless. It, it, yeah, the idea is nice, but the way it's implemented made me feel ill because it, everything so folds in so close to you, you can't really see where you're going. So it's not like you can see, oh, look, there's the end goal over there because the end goal's like up there somewhere. And until it folds down, you can't see where you're going. And it, it just dreadful, absolutely dreadful. Every single button on the controller does the same thing. Every single button. So A is jump, X, Y, B, triggers, bumpers. All of them do exactly the same thing. There's no other alternate attacks or anything like that. Which one was your preferred jump? I just gave up in the end and started throwing the controller at the screen see if see if that did anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was quite excited. Again, I'm quite excited because it looked like a proper throwback to the, you know, the Sega days that I grew up with, but mm. unfortunately, it's also that way in gameplay, which was quite the issue back then as well. Um, I think this one's been published by Bandai rather, uh, no, sorry, Square Enix rather than Sega, though. Um, not that, that makes much of a difference, but they should probably know better because it's really, really bad, <laughs> like dreadful. Uh, as in, I was excited to even just try it, and now uh, not yeah. much fun there's not any funny and that's the problem it's not even like a sliver of this could be all right it's just awful all around um so yeah maybe the full one will be better but the de yeah from the demo i would highly recommend steering as far clear as far away as possible um yeah which is a shame <sighs> maybe you're sad now but yeah Aww. That was yeah. So so basically, if you do try to get play it, please try it and just let me know if I'm being an idiot because I'm sure it, I'm sure it can't be as bad as I I experienced. But at the same time, I haven't seen anyone else say anything positive about it at all. So I'll check it out. I'll give it a go. Yeah, yeah. Just a just like a ten minute go. Again, the music's brilliant. I love the music and the cinematics are brilliant. It's just the actual game is now. So yeah. Oh well. Um, no, so, you, did you get to try out Project Winter? I know you mentioned about that a couple of days no, ago. No, I downloaded it, but we haven't actually tried it yet. No, no we were going to try it the other night, weren't we? I've got it downloaded. That's right. one game I do really want to try because I don't know we're talking about games to play. That's one game I do really want to try because that does look really quite a lot of fun. Yeah. Like Among Us, but a bit more. Yeah, so I think it's six players, isn't it? And then it's like a 3D 
like survival thing and there's two uh, one six or two six people. or eight i think six or eight yeah something like that. yeah similar to that yeah 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 it looks interesting well that that could uh that could be our game pass game of the month couldn't it we were talking about this earlier on it could be yeah we we've um me and jay were messaging each other and we decided that we should uh, we should pick a game in amongst and, the sexy pictures yeah and uh, we should pick a game a month and all play it and then come back on the podcast either at the beginning or the end of the month and discuss what we thought of it. Well, I vote Project Winter then if we're going to do that. Do that? Should we go for that? Yeah. that a segment has been born then. So I that. need to... Let's do it. Right. Project Winter people. From play Ian's random comment, Blooms. Blooms. Because it's one game I do really want to try because it does look a lot of fun. So I was like, well, yeah. yeah. That's a perfect reason to try it. Let's so try first... It. First podcast of every month, we need to talk about the game, and we'll uh, we'll let the new boy decide what the title of the segment will be next week. Project Winter Talking. <laughs> oh, that new boy. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get onto that. And Gray, have you? Did you have a look at it yet? I've got it downloaded, but not played yet. Okay. And what about you, Ross? Have you seen Project Winter? I had seen it before, but I haven't had a chance to jump in it yet. But it looks pretty. Looks quite interesting with the full structures and resources type thing yeah yeah maybe we should schedule a night one in the week when we can all get on because i think as you said it's six or eight players so we can all get on get some of the on as well yeah yeah <laughs> lovers on yeah let's yeah. each other up all right it's a date and then we'll play some gears no that's not right and then we'll send <laughs> right, lads first. <laughs> let's get to a bash and butts as well as these nuts all right so we've got some other <laughs> so we've got some other reviews up on the site as well real quick uh, the we got Ross who did the car demolition clicker uh, gave it a 5.3 basically I don't know if any of you guys have played a clicker sort of game but you just sort of press a button and watch something happen you don't have any real agency or control over it you just press the button and over and over again and then maybe sometimes the button will be a bit more powerful and then maybe it'll be a bit more powerful and then that's about it um so yeah, this Yay. I think it, this one come out just before Christmas, I think. Um, and he seemed he said it seems to be like a good thing if you've got ten minutes and you just want to have a quick press of some buttons, I guess. <laughs> so, it's not really. <laughs> wow, that, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> yeah, I thought um, you were going to say wanted to bash. Want it? Yeah, oh. if you want to bash some butts, then uh, yeah, Miranda. Oh. Um, and then I, I did put up a preview actually, me again, sorry, uh, of Wrath Aeon of Ruin. Uh, this is a new shooter coming out at the end of the month uh, that is built in the same engine that was used to create the original Quake back in the 90s. Obviously, it's seen a bit of a improvement and, and up spuffing. Uh, but yeah, a lot of fun. Like just retro old school arc, uh, sort of fast paced shooter. There's, you know, it's, it's similar vein to obviously Quake and Doom and, and Duke Canoop and stuff just run and gun there's no uh crafting system or upgrades or anything like that just ever increasingly brutal weapons uh, my favorite one was the i think it was the fang spitter um which literally as it, as the name might imply just spits fangs like a minigun type thing so like, um and then if you um hold down the alternate fire it just sends out a load of them at once it just minces everyone up in front of you uh yeah a lot of fun uh, yeah, so that's that's coming out at the end of the month, um, and that was about that for this week, really. Uh, obviously, as I said earlier, uh, Ross put up a uh, this Ross, not other Ross, put up a Mass Effect trailer breakdown on the YouTube channel, as well as his weekly news recap. Um, what what sort of things did you go over in that news recap this week, Ross? Uh, Mass Effect 
the trailer, not breaking down what was in it. Um, MLB The Show, Halo not making the same mistakes as Cyberpunk, and the new footage that came out for GoldenEye Xbox Live Arcade. Well, what was meant to be GoldenEye Xbox Live Arcade. Yes, yes actually, that's a good point. You brought that up. Has anybody tried to play that? You know, obviously not. You haven't tried to play that, but has anybody tried to... <laughs> Wink, wink, play it. No. 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 I want but... to keep my memories of an AK-47 that looks like a charcoal pencil back on the N64. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, I didn't try to play it either. But when I did, didn't try to play it, I couldn't get to run. <laughs> I've no idea what was going on, but it won't work. So, yeah, I'm out of luck. Um, but it, I saw um, Digital Foundry did a stream of playing it. And it does uh, it does look a hell of a lot better, obviously, as you yeah. expect. But yeah, it's also got that Halo mode where you can flick between the original graphics and the the upgraded ones. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. And yeah, the difference was good, which is why I didn't want to play it. Um, <laughs> Just want to be odd and... job, don't you? Mm. <laughs> Always odd job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe 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 now that's out in the wild, we might actually see it. They might encourage them to sort of. Make sign on a dotted line and get out, but oh, maybe, maybe like not. Uh, like Deadpool. Oh, the trailer just accidentally dropped. Sorry. Yeah. Oh no! Everybody seems to be loving this, and they said they'd give us some money. Oh, let's yeah. see what we can do. <laughs> Such yeah. good fun in our childhood and Dan's young adulthood. Yeah. <laughs> if looks could kill, <laughs> it'd still be more than the club. Yeah, do more damage. I was going to say, I'll get the N7 helmet and stick it on your head. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, obviously, yeah, if you want to play that, don't want to play that. It's out there somewhere. Let us know you get on. Um, Okay. Uh, Anything new to Game Pass? No, Game of Gold. Games of Gold, Dan, do you want to take take your part? Take your bit. Let's go. Uh, Gears 5. It's available until the 28th of February. You have Resident Evil, the remastered, and that's up until the 28th of February. And if you don't uh, redeem Dandruff that one, 12. you're a fool. It's like, it's like, a, Jamie, it's like a Jamie month, that is. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Dandruff, uh, Trials of Fear Edition, and that's from February 16th to March 15th. And you've got Indiana Jones and the Temple, the Emperor's Temple. Tomb. Oh, what is wrong with me? I can't read. Um, that is available. There's probably from, a temple in there somewhere. Yeah, uh, I would imagine so. Uh, that's available until February 15th. And then you have Lost Planet 2 available from the 16th of February until the 28th. <sighs> good days. There we go. So, yeah. So as you said, Ian, a good month there, especially to start with Gears 5 and Resident Evil. Is that the original much... first one we made? What, the Resident Evil? Hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's, it, they remade it for the GameCube and this is that version been up and stuff. Oh, okay. Um so yeah, I, I would like to see the original, original re-release just for the sake of it, because I still enjoy that original, original tank Acting. control. <laughs> Stop it. Don't open that door. But Chris is. <laughs> well, anyway, I, could, oh, I love Chris. Um, Which one's Jill's sandwich? That one. That's, that's the original, yeah. That's original, yeah. You were almost a Jill sandwich. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many. Oh, such a good game. But yes, the remake it it redoes all of that as well. So it doesn't. 
there's still the cheesy lines and they still get the Jill sandwich in there, but it's delivered differently. It's like, what's he saying? Something like, she says, oh, I was nearly squished in there. And he goes, yeah, you would have had nice into a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know which is creepier. <laughs> That's a little bit creepy. <laughs> yeah. But love bit, Barry. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's I, might a just play just for that. I might just play it out just for that scene. As, yeah, it's not. It's quite early on as well, but you have to do a certain thing to trigger it. I was going to say you got you you got to get the right sort of order of progression. Otherwise, you can miss that bit. But yeah, it's good. Anyway, Resident Evil talk. I could we'll do the, We'll start up the show. We'll start up the Resident Evil show one day. Um, anyone else got anything they'd like to discuss or bring up before we uh, wrap it up and go to bed? Bed, Super Bowl. Bed. Super Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl. So, uh, f- forgive me for my ignorance. Obviously, I imagine the Patriots are playing. Who are they playing against? No, it's Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus Kansas City Chiefs. Is it not the Patriots? No. no. Oh, well, why do you care then? Because really? Tom Brady plays, played for Patriots for 20 years. Yeah. And now he's got to Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay oh, okay. okay. And he's 60 years old. Yeah, I was going to say, I was also yeah, about him being really old the other day, but. Have you seen the pictures of him on Twitter where it starts from when he first started until now? And he yeah, looks he's younger. the only man on the face of the mm. earth that manages to go from a 21 year old looking horribly terrible to a 44 year old looking like a model. It's like, yeah, I, I imagine the vast amounts of money he's accrued has probably helped that somewhat. Yeah, yeah potentially, yes. <laughs> yeah. And only ever eating avocado ice cream. That too, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I hope that was like a, a sarcastic uh, comment there. No, oh, no, 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 that's he, he doesn't have any meat and he doesn't, it, does he have dairy? No, I don't think he has uh, no, meat he's or ve- dairy. He's vegan, completely vegan, yeah. Strictly yeah, vegan. But it's like his diet is intense. Avocado ice cream. He's literally pretty much full plant based, but not even fake, like vegan, we have fake plant stuff, none of that. So it's just no. pure. God, that boy must be regular. <laughs> yeah. No wonder he runs so fast. He's like, go get this game over and over. All right. Well, Every time what... he gets sacked, he must explode with games. <laughs> <laughs> That's why no one wants to sack him because he's like, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That one time I sacked Tom Brady, I got uh, anyway moving swiftly. Anyway, on. yeah. Anyway, yeah. well, enjoy, gentlemen. I hope it. I hope the game delivers whatever you want it to deliver. Um, I'm eating food mainly. That's about it. Yeah, and yeah, then the rest of you have a wonderful evening as well. And yeah. anyone out there listening, have a wonderful evening. It's been Xbox Tavern Ed episode fifteenth of X Pod Tavern. You think I get used to saying that one? Huh? And I've been Jamie, and I've been joined by Daniel. Bye-bye. Graham. Hello. <laughs> Ian. Hello. <laughs> Bye. And, and Ross. Cheers later, guys. Right, take it easy, everybody. Yep. Bye. 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 Mwah.